Please be advised that the content expressed in this episode will deal with emotionally challenging content, both personally and theoretically dealing with mental health. Listener discretion is advised. Hello, hello, and welcome back to Totally Women, the podcast that deals with everything women and nothing is off limits. I am your host, Rosemary Crosdale. This is episode three. For those of you listening for the first time, you can listen to Totally Woman. I am a registered nurse and also an adult gerontology nurse practitioner. You can listen to Totally Woman on Spotify, iHeartRadio, and Apple Podcasts. You can also listen on ICN.DJ. September, as most of you know, is Mental Awareness and Suicide Awareness Month, okay? When we talk about mental health, what does our mental health deal with, right? Mental health is a very broad topic, and it covers so many different things. But our mental health basically deals with how do we cope with situations? How do we deal with our everyday life issues, right? So let's delve into what mental health really is, right? When we talk about mental health, what are we really talking about? Mental health deals with how we're able to cope with and deal with different stressors that affect us in life on a day-to-day basis. It's like our whole equilibrium, and your equilibrium is your balance, right? So your balance is being thrown off in some way, shape, or form, right? The mental health disorders that I am going to actually focus on and talk about is anxiety disorders, as well as depression disorders, right? And these come under the umbrella of mood disorders, but we're just gonna deal with anxiety and depression. Anxiety depressive disorder, that is one of the leading mood disorders that affects a lot of our mental health. We get anxious. What if you were in an accident? Now you're afraid, you don't even wanna go outside. You had a car accident, something happened. You don't even wanna deal with it, right? Or you get anxious from even driving in a car because you were in an accident before. So now just living that memory or going through that trauma is now causing you to say to yourself, you know, how am I going to deal with this? And, you know, your heart is racing, you know, you're getting palpitations, you don't know what is happening. And this could be a trigger because of what happened to you, right? It's based on the experience that you've had or some trauma that you, you went through. Okay. Sometimes it's just worrying about life in general itself. You're going in to have surgery and here you are now. You're so anxious about it that your blood pressures are high. Your the EKG is being thrown off and maybe they're saying, now you need a stress test or you need something different. You didn't plan for these things, but these are things that are happening. And these are all things that can contribute to us where our mental health is totally off. 
right? Anxiety can be triggered. We went through the pandemic, we went through COVID, and some of us even now just leaving your house to go back to work, you're scared, right? Even though it's been, you know, two plus years and, and just going back to work, just riding the train, that alone in itself is traumatic to a lot of people. You don't want to touch certain things. You're afraid. You don't want to, you know, you're scared that you're going to bring back something home to your family. All of these things contribute to your anxiety and it causes you to become more anxious. How are we coping and dealing with these situations when they arise, right? How do we get ourselves into that place where we can still you know, if we're anxious and we can talk ourselves down, but how can we make sure that we're also safely taking care of the ones that are put into our care, right? You have your family, you have your kids. For those of you who don't have kids, you may have a pet. You can't even take care of your pet because now you can't even find it in yourself to get out of bed. You don't want to get out of bed. You don't want to take a shower. These are signs that either you're anxious or you're getting depressed, right? You're suffering from some kind of depression, lack of energy, right? That, that, that lack of motivation. You're not motivated to do anything. Before you were very like, you know, you had that zeal and you wanted to do this and you wanted to do that. But now all of these things are like, what is the purpose? What are you doing it for? I've asked myself that, especially when I lost my son. I'm thinking to myself, I don't even need to work anymore. What am I working for? Because I was working, you know, with the goal in mind that I'm providing for this gentleman, for my son, and building some nest day for him for later on, right? That he wouldn't have to start from where I started, right? So now it's like, what is the point of doing that, right? There were times when I didn't feel like going on myself. And I know that, you know, I just want to say to somebody out there that you're not alone and it's not inconceivable for you to feel the way that you're feeling, okay? Everything you're feeling, the way you're grieving, the way you're dealing with your situation, everybody deals with certain things differently. Someone may deal with anxiety in a different way and they're able to cope better than you were able to cope. But you have to look at your situation individually. You have to be kind to yourself. Be kind to yourself knowing that you're doing the best with what you have. You're doing the best with the resources that you are given. Some of us who have been traumatized, you know, in whatever way, some of us are stuck in the past. So sometimes we are so stuck in the past that we cannot move on. So in order to be unstuck, we have to deal with some of those situations that happened to us in the past. You understand? A lot of times we push them under the rug, but at some point they're going to manifest themselves in some way. Okay? Because it's something that you haven't dealt with. And if you haven't dealt with it, it's going to manifest itself again. And then now it's going to probably even start to get worse. Please be advised that the content expressed in this episode will deal with emotionally challenging content, both personally and theoretically dealing with mental health. Listener discretion is advised. Nowadays, we're dealing with so much. 
there's so many issues that are going on that will just affect us on a day-to-day basis. It could be the loss of a job, right? That can throw you off because now you're worried about where my finances coming from. How am I going to feed my family? Do I have enough savings? I'm the head of household. How am I providing for my kids, right? All of these things are going to now throw that balance off because now you're placed into this situation that you didn't foresee happening, right? It could be a situation where you experience a loss, you're grieving, and now this has thrown you off balance. So these are things that can happen to us that will cause our mental health to suffer. And today we just want to discuss like when these stressors come, when these things happen, and this is life, everyone, right? We're living life. These are things that are going to happen. They're out of our control. They're happening, and there's nothing sometimes that we can do about them. But how we bounce back and how we deal with them will then define our mental health, whether we're in a good space or we're in a not-so-good space. And what are some of the things that we can do to get us back into a space where we feel that we have this thing or whatever the stressor is under control. I know it's hard. It's very hard because I can't imagine even just experiencing a loss and it could be a loss of anything. It could be a loss where you suffered a miscarriage, for example. You've been trying to have a baby and now here you are, you're having a miscarriage and you're grieving because it's something that you lost right? You're expecting a pregnancy and the baby is not to term. There's no baby anymore. So now you're suffering from a loss. You're suffering from a loss because out of the blue, your parents or someone just went outside and now they call you. That person is not coming back home because they've passed away. And now you're grieving and you're suffering from a loss. This throws you off. It throws your mental health off. Some of us may go into that mode where Right away, we're planning a funeral, we're getting things ready, and we're doing whatever. But sometimes not dealing with certain things and dealing with certain issues will also cause our mental health to um, be thrown off. Stuff that happened to us in our past. Some of us are, are holding on to things that have happened to us that we haven't dealt with, right? A trauma that happened to you when you were a young girl. This could have been you know, not to be too dramatic, but what if you went through a rape or something like that? And then you've buried it so deep inside that now you're probably an older adult or you're into adulthood and it could be one little trigger. And you're like, where did this thing come from? And then all of a sudden that memory is now being relived, right? Because of one little trigger. And here you are now suffering as a result of this. This is something that can throw your mental health off. You didn't pass your exam. I can, you know, personally say like, you know, I took my boards for my nurse practitioner and the first time when I took it and I didn't pass, I was so devastated. And these, this threw me off because I wasn't planning for that. I was planning on passing my boards and right away just getting a job and working as a nurse practitioner and just going on. But these are things that, you know, can happen that just throws throws us off for whatever reason. 
Sometimes we have friends, we don't see them for a while. Some of them are very outgoing. You know, you're used to hearing from them, maybe a call or a text, and you're saying to yourself, what happened to this person? You haven't heard from them. And sometimes you yourself will go into that mode as well. Because I know when I get like that, I don't want to be around my family. Sometimes I don't want to burden them, right? Because we feel like now we're putting our issues on them. So a lot of times when people are suffering from depression, and I'm an example of this, and this is why I know, even though I'm not a psychologist, but sometimes when I get into my depressive state, especially around the time when I lost my son, like around the anniversary or something like that, I will go totally withdrawn. I'll be withdrawn to the point where I don't want to hear from anyone. Sometimes they're calling me and I won't even answer them. And because my family know that these are some of my triggers, sometimes they will actually just show up. And I'll get upset sometimes if they do that, but sometimes it's for a good reason, okay? So if you do suffer from some of these triggers and you feel yourself getting to that point where you definitely aren't able to cope, you're noticing that within friends or loved ones, then these are some of the things that you should be concerned about them for because we don't want to get them from one state where they are now to a different stage and it could lead to something worse. We want to try to identify these triggers. You identify them within yourself. If there's a confidant or a friend or someone that you have that you can speak to, I do advise that you do do that, that you have someone that you can call, you know, a buddy person to just say, listen, this is what I'm going through and I just want you to know and reach out for help. A lot of times we're so afraid as women, we don't want to burden, we take on stuff. But when it's time for us now to unburden ourselves and to, you know, talk to other people and open up, even about some of the traumas and things that we have gone through in our lives, we are very afraid to do so. Another thing, ladies, there's so many resources, there are different things out there that are available in this day and age right now today that we can have. There are different support groups, there's psychotherapy, right? Some of us may think that we don't need any therapy. I strongly, I strongly, I strongly, I can't emphasize it enough how strongly I feel about getting therapy. Therapy if you can get yourself to therapy, it's a very good thing that you're doing for yourself. You understand? Because sometimes some of the issues that you're dealing with, you cannot deal with them on your own. And I understand perfectly that you may not want to involve other people and you may not want, and you know, other people, when I say other people, I mean like your family, your friends, you know, sometimes you want to deal with this issue on your own. A therapist is someone who is there. They're non-judgmental. They're listening to you. Some of them, they're not offering any advice or anything in that moment because that's probably not what you need at that time. What you need at that time sometimes is just someone to unburden yourself on. And a therapist is very good for stuff like that, right? Another thing I know sometimes that we try to do, we try to, you know, do little deep breathing and certain things that we can do for ourselves as well. You understand? Maybe some yoga. Some of us are into exercising. But if you get to the point where the things that you're doing are not resolving 
the issues that you're facing, then you may need to speak to someone. And that's where therapy comes in. And that's why I'm saying do not shun therapy. Don't try to take this on by yourself. You can do well with help. We have to learn how to ask for help. There's so many things that are available nowadays. We have a lot of things on the internet that is available that are there as resources for us. A lot of them, they operate from, you know, 24-7. They're hotlines. There's this group, they're called the Samaritan 24-hour hotline. They actually have a number. That number is 212-673-3000. I'm going to say it again. It's the Samaritan, S-A-M-A-R-I-T-A-N, and they're a 24-hour hotline. And their number is 212-673-3000, okay? This is not only a hotline for suicide. This is a hotline that you can call if you just want someone to talk to. For whatever reason, maybe your insurance does not cover for a therapist. This is where you can go and you can talk to someone who is actually trained right? And this is a confidential website. So you don't have to worry. This is strictly confidential. They're trained in listening, right? They're trained in listening without any judgments. And sometimes this is what you need. You don't need someone to be there passing out judgment on you because of the way you're feeling, right? Because sometimes you may bring it up to a friend. Oh, I'm going through this situation now where I'm feeling, well, why are you anxious? You know, just sit down and do this and do that. And they're not understanding really what you're feeling. Here is a site that you can go to, a hotline, and you can call and these people will put no judgment on you, right? Like I said, again, psychotherapy, very, very important. We have our young people out there, teenagers, young people, if they're suffering from any kind of disorders as well, whether they're getting anxious, some of them, they're being bullied in school, right? School has started back. So many things are happening. They may not be able to talk to their parents. I found the JED, J-E-D. This is a foundation for teens and young adults, right? And they're available, they're online, and you can reach them, the JED Foundation, okay? And they, they work primarily for teenagers and young adults, okay? Another thing, if you're ever feeling that you have reached some point in your life where you can, when I say you cannot cope, you just feel like this is not where I want to be right now. Everything is just going wrong. I can't deal with anything. There is the suicide crisis hotline and that number is 988, 988. That is the suicide crisis hotline. And you can call that from anywhere at any time. All else fails, you call 911. They're also trained, okay, to guide you and to talk to you, okay? There are resources and there's stuff that is available that we can delve into and where we can get help. You do not have to suffer alone. I know there's so many things. There, there are triggers from your past, there's stuff and burdens that you guys are carrying for years. You've been stuck and you're wondering, why I'm, I'm stuck for all these years. How do I get unstuck? 
there are certain things and, and you feel like you cannot get out of the situation. You know, a lot of times I can tell you that my faith, my faith is what sometimes carry me through. And even though sometimes I question, because sometimes I'm like, God, why did you allow my son to pass away? Sometimes you go through these things, right? It's normal. It's normal. You're human. So sometimes you're going to question God and you're going to wonder, is God really there? Is God really helping me? I'm not trying to push my faith on you, but I'm just letting you know that this is what something that has, has worked for me. I believe in God. I believe in prayer and different things like that that have helped me through my situation. And I just want to say to you that if it comes down to it and if it comes down to that, then this is something that you can also delve into. Your faith, listening to music, different things like that, that will allow you to get to that place where you're in a, just a calm mood, that you can get back to where you can function to the fullness of your capabilities. Because if you can't do that, then you're not able to just function in everyday life. You can't do regular ADLs, right? What are ADLs? Activities of daily living. Activities of daily living, something as simple as brushing your teeth. You can't do it. You feel stuck. Why can't I do it? These are simple little things. And sometimes things may get worse to the point where you may need medication, but not everything warrants medication. Some things do, and they may need to place you on these medications short term, or you may need to be on them for a long time. Sometimes a lot of these medications, you don't see results until probably you're on them for six months or more. And sometimes the symptoms may worsen a little bit before they actually get to be better. And that's why when you start these medications, you can't just stop them abruptly, right? You have to either be weaned off of them or you have to make sure that you're taking the actual duration of these medications when you start taking them in order for them to be effective and in order for them to work, okay? Ladies, I cannot stress it enough. We have to be kind to ourselves. A lot of times we're so, it, it's so easy for us to take on. That's what we do. We take on, right? We take on certain things. We And it's, it's like we're burden bearers sometimes, but help is available. And in order for you to be able to function at your full mental capacity. And sometimes we don't, we don't all function at our full mental capacity. No, sometimes we're not all at a hundred percent. I don't know anybody really who is really at a hundred percent, right? But with the 90 something percent that you're able to, then you're able to function and just go through life and you're able to live a productive life where you know that, okay, then I'm able to do the things that I can do. I'm able to provide for my family and I'm able to take care of my family and to take care of myself. And if the stressors do come up, because we cannot stop them from coming, right? This is life. We can't. We live in a world where things happen. One day you're up, one day you're down. One day you're alive, one day you're not here anymore. So these are things that life just throws at us for whatever reason. All of a sudden you're driving, here you go, you have an accident. Car is total, but you're alive and you're still here, which is the most important part. Because guess what? You get to live another day. But in order for you to live that other day, some of the things also, you have to forgive. Forgive. 
forgiveness sometimes is key just to getting us also mentally stable. In order to get yourself mentally stable sometimes, we have to forgive others and you have to forgive yourself. You have to forgive yourself. You have to be kind to yourself and you have to say, listen, whatever it is, whatever it is that I went through, I went through it for a reason and now here I am and I'm going to make the best of it. Be encouraged, ladies. I can tell you I am a walking testimony. I've gone through it. The grieving, I've lost my son, the exams that I didn't pass, the relationships that didn't work. I am a work in progress myself. Do I get depressed? Yes, mm -hmm. I do. There are days when I have like that, but guess what? I'm not gonna let it take me down and take me out. And I wanna encourage you and I know it's hard because sometimes there were days when I didn't feel like I wanna be around either. But guess what? You have to encourage yourself. There's a song like that. It says, I'm not a good singer, but it just says, sometimes you have to be the one to encourage yourself. You have to speak life over yourself. And with these words, you are able to make it because you can do it. You can do it. You've got this. You've got this. And I must continue to just express my gratitude and my thankfulness to you guys because, you know, you're listening and I'm so appreciative. I want to thank you so, so much. So guess what? Like I always say to my Totally Women ladies, inspire, motivate, and uplift someone, especially in this day. Okay? Thank you. Thank you.